Alright guys, uh, welcome to another episode of Bipolar Beats. Bits? Bits, beats, whatever. Um, tonight I want to talk about Doctor Number 3. Now, I know I'd said there were seven doctors, but I guess I was really wrong. I was counting them the other day, and I think what I misunderstood was number one is like four or five. Or five? five? Four. Four? I don't know. It's It's been a minute. You know, it was a long time in my life, a long time ago now. Um, and, well, well, we'll go over it. So, doctor number three, um, as we talked about, Dream Journal doctor, uh, was not enjoying that. And again, guys, remember, life is too short to be doing stuff we don't enjoy. You know, if you don't enjoy being, if, if, if you're with a doctor and they're, they're, they're bothering you, find someone who genuinely has your interest at heart. And I'm not saying that this guy is a bad guy, but whatever he encounters in his life is going to make him be a certain way, and uh, it changes. Everything you have when it comes to interactions, you know, it shapes you, it molds you, it, it makes you believe a certain thing, you know? And uh, whatever this guy's issue was, or is, or whatever it's not, I don't know, it's not my problem, but, you know... I just personally didn't like him, and so I had to find somebody new. Now, when I went to go find somebody new, um, I went to a different facility, of course, and so what I did was I signed up for a new facility, and I went to go see this new person, and in seeing this new person, at this point, you know, I'm a little tiny bit frustrated, I'm a little tiny bit whatever, and so I go see this person. And at this, you know, at this point, I just wanted to lay it all out and kind of get over the, the whatever. And I explained to this person, you know, hey, I saw this other gentleman. I didn't like where my, my course of action was going with this guy. I didn't like his recommendations on things. You know, I didn't like the way that he spoke to me. He, he just felt very condescending, very disrespectful. And so in that, we find somebody else. So I arrive at the new doctor, and it's a nice lady, right? There's no issue. She's extremely nice. And I go over everything with her. You know, I'm not going to go over the, the details with you guys because, again, this is just a, it's a, this is supposed to be a snippet of things that were going on at this time. So I go over with this lady. I explain to her what's going on. And here I am with the third person now. Uh, basically, she tells me that she doesn't believe either of these other two doctors for anything. So she basically says, you know, the first lady who, who said I had PTSD, you know, she didn't really believe that that could be it. But then, and, and then this other guy saying, hey, you don't really look like, seem like you have anything going on. She didn't believe that either. She, and, and this is what should happen. She told me, and this was after... I think two meetings with her, she told me she believed that I had extreme anxiety. And that was it. Extreme anxiety. Those are the words that she used. You know, that's what she told me. And, uh, and you know, again, for me, uh, you, you know, you got to look at it from my point of view. And, and our own points of view to ourselves are going to be skewed, right? Perception is perception, but... Any small thing can change perception. Anything can be, can go against it. Um, 
Sorry about that, folks. Got interrupted again with another call. Um, so what I'm saying is, I think we were talking about perception of things and self-perception. When you're looking at yourself, you know, it's hard to look at somebody to let somebody hear, hey, let me tell you 10 key points about myself and then you judge me. You tell me what you know or what you don't know. And having somebody here tell me, oh, you have extreme anxiety or you have this or you have that, you know, it kind of, it throws you a little bit because you don't understand that concept. Um, man, we got a lot of ums in here. Um, um, <laughs> so another thing too, by the way, guys, what's up with all the cussing? I've been going back and listening to some of these older, uh, tracks already and a lot of cussing on them we got to cut that out that's not good for the mind oh that's the positive for this episode guys if you cuss a lot you gotta stop that we're gonna stop that here i want to take it to zero cussing and you know what i love to cuss i love to say bad words four letter words my favorite words in the world because as a creator as a writer you know as a rapper i feel like it gets your point across you know nobody ever Nobody ever took you seriously saying, oh my goodness, we got a lot of freaking time on our hands. No, you don't, you know. But my point is, is we're trying to keep it positive, so we're going to eliminate that stuff too. Now, back to it. When I'm back with this girl, and she's telling me that I have extreme anxiety. Now again, at this point, I'm not a medical professional. I'm not, I'm not going to argue with the lady, and I, I didn't. I didn't argue with her. I'm going to question it. I'm going to question her, but this is what she tells me. You got extreme anxiety. So I'm like, okay, well, that's fine. You know, I don't want to deal with what he dealt with those pills, the pills that this guy gave me. And I know a lot of people out there are going to be like, well, you got to take drugs for so long to have them act and this and that get them in your system. And listen, I'm telling you right now, bro, if I drink a cup of coffee, I'm going to be up for two days straight. I don't need to take pills for a month and a half, two months, three months to, to know what it's going to do to me. Because if there's a negative effect, you could feel a negative effect in three or four days. Heck, there's people out there that I'm sure probably that could feel the negative effect within, you know, 48 hours. I don't doubt it anymore with researching and learning what I've learned, studying what I'm studying, talking to the different people that I've talked to. You know, I don't doubt any more what's out there and how each person is affected differently. That's the truth. So I tell this, this lady, you know, Hey, okay, this is what's happening. She looks right at me. Oh, I think those other two people are wrong. I think that you have severe anxiety. Okay. Whatever you say, boss, I'm gonna go with that. Then now I have severe anxiety. And again, going back to how I felt about the military stuff, I didn't want to be anywhere near that because I knew that telling people that I had PTSD, the first question you're going to get is, oh, where'd you serve? Oh, you went to Iraq. People are so ignorant to mental health issues in the world that instantly they're going to think that. And I'm not, I'm not talking like I'm different. I, I didn't know you could get PTSD as a, as anything. I didn't know that. How would I know that? Why, why would I know that? Um, 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 so, you know, you get what I'm trying to say when I, when I say that I'm, I'm here to let them guide me as a, as a teacher, you know, as a medical healthcare professional, if that's what you call them or what they're supposed to be called. I don't know. I don't care. And so here I am with a new lady, number three. Um, and she, um, 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 dang it with those ums, we got to work on those. 
And there she is telling me I have extreme anxiety. And within, a, within, I don't know, three or four sessions, she gave me a new pill. That's right. Another pill. And so she tells me, because I told her straight up again, hey doc, my family's known for being alcoholics and stuff. That's why I don't drink. And I would like to stay away from anything addictive. So please, can I stay away from that? And so she was very nicely like, hey, I'm going to give you something that's very mild, something that's just going to help you with just anxiety. And I was okay with that. So I go home again and I've got this new pill and I'm taking it. And I see now, now this is where it becomes foggy because again, eh, I wasn't a big fan, but if I remember correctly, I believe that these were supposed to be taken once a day, if I'm not mistaken, or it could have been, I'm supposed to take it on a day where I don't feel well. And that could have been what it was because I don't remember having to take hers on a schedule. No, you know what? It was on a schedule. I remember because I had the old ones, the quote unquote old ones and then the new ones. So it was on a schedule. So she did have me on a schedule. And so I started taking these pills on a schedule. And these pills were very, very interesting. Uh, doctor number three, and she's, or well, what I call doctor, I just call it medical professional number three. And she's telling me that I need to take these pills on a schedule. And I start, I remember, now I remember what happened. So I start taking these pills and this was the, this, these were the ones that were different. So what happened when I took these pills was that whatever feelings I had, whether it was anger or anxiety or anything else, th these pills get, like gave you a cap. And I'm going to say cap because I really don't know what else to say. It, it was, it was super weird how they made you feel like you could still, 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 you could still feel everything. You felt anxiety filled. You felt like crap. You felt full of whatever, but it was like, it was just there. It didn't hurt you as much. It almost took the, the pain away. Like it almost took it away to where it made it dull. And maybe that's what drugs are supposed to do for you when it comes to this type of stuff. But to me, it was very, very weird. It was like having, it was like having a sinus infection when you were angry. I, I know that doesn't make any sense at all but it was like as if it, it was like the pill created another problem so this other problem wasn't as big oh excuse me just choking over here <sighs> i paused it so that way i could go cough and choke and now i'm back so the pills made you feel as if you were almost out of body experiencing these other negative effects and again I'm not a fan of drugs. I don't really, you know, I smoke grass to sleep. I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. Having weed was, 
the the least impactful kind of drug I've ever had. It it didn't do that much to you. It just takes away feeling like crap, you know, and gives you a little bit of appetite, which we're going to talk about being bipolar and appetite later, because that is very, very, there's a lot of truth in that. And we're going to talk about that later though. And so here's doc number three and she, and she goes, you know, you know, I think you have extreme anxiety. She gives me these pills and, and it was, it was weird. I can't express how weird it was. Um, they didn't make me feel as bad as the other ones had. The other ones just made me feel extremely bad. But these ones, they made you feel crappy and they made you think about the crappiness while you were sitting there. It was almost as if they made you stupid but didn't make you feel better. And And right now, yes, I'm comparing it to marijuana because marijuana, you know, it makes you feel silly but still makes you feel better so and again being more sensitive to stuff i'm not i didn't i don't you know i didn't i don't condone i didn't drive around smoking weed or anything weird like that you know it just it just made me feel better there was no anxiety there these pills took away the anxiety but they didn't take away the symptoms of the anxiety i don't i don't know if that makes any freaking sense um it's, it, um, 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 <laughs> is very, is very hard to describe, especially something that, that I was experiencing because for, it was experienced for the first time, but I'd never, I'd never, you know, whatever. So I get done with this lady and she tells me this stuff and I'm taking these pills and they make me feel weird. Again, not a weirdness that I enjoy. They still made me feel, um, I don't want to say not in control, but like they made you feel like you still had the same issues that you were just awake when you had them. Like, like as if two things were happening inside of me and that was extremely awkward and I didn't enjoy it. So again, and I, but I did like this lady. I didn't know how I felt about her, you know, I thought it was weird that she downplayed these other two doctors. And so this is the reason why I went in search of another doctor. Not to get rid of her, because I did keep her. I, I continued to go see her. But I thought it was very interesting how three different people with a very short amount of time, you know, within a short amount of time of knowing me could 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 say things about me so quickly. Right? So if you came in and you were like, if you came in and you were like, hey, I like chocolate. And I said, well, then you need to go eat chocolates with almonds and you will love it. You know, you, you'd look at me like I was an idiot because that doesn't make any sense. Like, oh, I, you know, oh, you like chocolate too? Well, then you're a frosty man. Go to Wendy's and get a frosty. Hey, no plug here, Wendy's. Dave, you better toss me some money. I'm, I've got you a whole 20 people to go get frosties from Wendy's now. <laughs> so if, if somebody came in here though, if came in and said that to you, wouldn't you feel kind of weird. And now I had three different people and here's this new professional telling me that she doesn't believe these other professionals. And to me, that was weird. So again, me being a Y guy, as Travis Haley calls it, a Y guy, I had to go look at another person all over again, go find another person and, and get another opinion 
because I still wasn't satisfied that somebody could just throw a card out that quickly. And that was doctor number three. And of course, me being me, having these pills that made me feel like I was having these out-of-body experiences, like, you know, I felt really crappy, but here it is, I have all this anxiety, but at the same time, all I could sit here and think about was the anxiety. I didn't enjoy those pills. I did take them, I did try to use them since they weren't making me feel as bad, but I remember once I finished them, I did not go ask for more. I didn't tell her, hey, I need more. And I think once she did give me a refill, and I ended up just leaving them. I didn't mess with them at all. And that was doctor number three, guys. So we're going to continue again. I know this one's kind of broken up. Um, I keep getting interrupted, but I hope you guys are, you know, these are my personal experiences and, and these are how I viewed them. And again, I tried to view these with ex an extremely open mind, guys. If you're here for a reason, whether you're dealing with somebody who's bipolar or you're bipolar or you think your girlfriend's bipolar because she keeps trying to chase you around the house with an axe. I'm just kidding. If she's chasing you around with an axe, you should probably call somebody. Just saying. You know, maybe call your dad or something. I don't know. <laughs> call, uh, who knows? Don't let her chase you, though, with the axe. You should probably deal with that. And, guys, next one we're going to talk about is the big one. And we're going to go over it, and I'm going to discuss to you in detail how this lady dubbed me the bipolar, bipolar guy. All right? Thanks for stopping in, guys. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you're enjoying it, you know, leave a like, leave a favorite, check me out, send me an email, let me know what's helping you. I'm, I'm really not sure if anybody's listening. I feel like Christian Slater, right? Circa 1990-something, talking into a radio. Is anybody out there? Is anybody out there? Am I on an island all by myself? <laughs> all right, guys. Another episode of Bipolar Beats Beats. Enjoy. Have a wonderful night. Later.